Now, I wonder, does anyone, does anyone want to hear the best news in the world? Anyone fancy it? Does anyone want to hear the best news in the world? Sam Law, fancy it? Best news in the world? Noah, you fancy it? Best news in the world? Do you fancy it? Best news in the world. This is incredible. Do you fancy hearing the best news in the world? Let me see you go, yeah. Yeah. Let me hear you go, yeah, yeah. Right, let's go for it then. Here's the deal. I've got Helen. I wonder, let's give Helen a round of applause. Yes. The best news in the world. Now here's how it's going to work. Okay. I'm going to share with you the best news in the world through Helen playing a simple scale on the piano. Are we ready? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the best news in the world. Oh, a bit of an anticlimax. I know. I know, I know. Helen, you got it right, got the right notes, but you played it the wrong way. Rather than playing it up, I want you to play it down the way, okay? Are we ready? Oh, I said, are we ready? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the best news in the world. Oh, a bit flat, a bit anticlimax. We've got the right notes. We're playing it the right way. Ah, ah, of course. I missed the most important thing. You need to add the pauses. Silly me. Right, Helen. After the first note, the second note, the fourth note, the sixth note, seventh note, and last note, I want you to add a pause. Are we ready? I said, are we ready? Ladies and gentlemen, please listen to the best news in the world. Did you hear it? Did you hear it? The best news in the world. Does anyone know what the song is? Did you catch it? Joy to the world. The Lord has come. The best news in the world. And did you hear in our story, in the nativity story, that's exactly the news that the angels brought to the shepherds. Can you imagine the scene? The shepherds out on the hillside, outside in the fields, outside Bethlehem. And the angels appear And they have an incredible message of good news. Luke chapter 2 verse 10 describes it for us. Don't be afraid, say the angels. I bring you good news. Now here's the thing. For the rest of our time this morning, I want us to question that. What makes the message of the angels, the news of the angels, such good news? Is it really such news? Is it really the best news in the world? And I'm pretty sure we're going to find out that it is. And I'm going to give us three really simple, really short reasons why the news given to the angels, by the angels, to the shepherds, is the best 
news in the world. The first reason, hold your fingers in the air, number one. Number one, the first reason why this is the best news in the world is because of what it is. What that news is. Again, we heard it read to us by Martin in that second scene in the nativity. Luke chapter 2 verse 11. Here's what it says. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Now I wonder, what is it that makes news good? What is it that makes news good? Well, surely it's because good news beats something that's bad. Does that make sense? Good news is good news because it beats something that's bad. Let me help you understand that, right? I'm going to give you some bits of news, and you need to tell me what the news I give you, what the bad is that it beats. What bad does this news beat? Right, here's the first piece of news. Good news. I found the cat. Good news. I found the cat. What's the bad news that that news beat? What's the bad news that that news beat? Good news. I found the cat. What was the bad news that it beat? That if they didn't find the cat. Yeah, that the cat was lost. That was the bad news that the good news beat. Right, here's another example. Good news. The boiler's fixed. Right. What's the news that that, what's the bad that that news beats? Callum White, what's the news that that news beats? Good news, the boiler's fixed. Bad news, the boiler's broken. broken. Final example. Good news. They ran out of Brussels sprouts. (laughs) Right. Great news. Great news. They ran out of Brussels sprouts. What's the bad news that that news beats? Lavinia, what's the bad news of that news beats? You might have had to eat what at Christmas? Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. She's nodding her head. She agrees. The bad news, you might have had to eat Brussels sprouts. So you see, good news is good news because it beats the bad news. But as we look at that verse, we need to understand what the bad is that this good news beats. Now see the picture on the screen. I want us all to copy that face. Can you copy that face? Can you get your fists like this? Go on, I want to, can, I, can I see everyone do it? Get your fists like this and copy that face. Ah, oh, good, Helen. Yeah, good. Oh, Riv, that's perfect. Top man. Let's see it. See that angry hatred, dislike? You see, the Bible teaches us all that that's our attitude. That's the way that we all feel towards God. We have this kind of fists up, angry, ah, no God. I don't want you in my life. I want to live my life my way. No God. I don't want you. And you see, the Bible describes that our relationship with God is broken. Because of the way we treat God and the way we ignore him in our lives, it's caused a relationship breakdown between us and God. And we need rescue. That's the bad news that the Bible describes. But remember, what makes good news good is because that news beats something that's bad. And so when we read this incredible verse in Luke chapter 11, today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. See, Jesus was born to be the savior that we all need. 
the rescuer that we all need to bring us back into a right relationship with God. The relationship that we broke by the way we treated God in our lives. And Jesus isn't any old saviour. See how the verse describes him? It talks about he is the Messiah. He's the promised one. He's the promised king that God had promised hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years before. God's promised king. And not only is he the Messiah, he is the Lord. Jesus is God himself. God come to us. Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus, the saviour. Come as God's chosen king and as God himself into the world to save us. That's why this is such good news. Because of what it is. The message of the saviour come to rescue. Got it? There's number one. Two fingers in the air. Here's reason number two. Not only what it is, but what it brings. This news is such good news, the best news in the world, because of what it brings. Again, in Luke chapter 2, verse 10. Don't be afraid, say the angels. I bring you good news that will cause great joy. Now, I wonder, Christmas, a few weeks away, what's going to bring you the most joy this Christmas? Go on, have a think. Have a think. Hmm. What's going to bring you the most joy this Christmas? Yeah, let's have a few. What do you reckon? Most joy this Christmas? Jesus. Jesus, eh? Top answer. Top man. Presents. Presents, yeah. Anyone else? Maybe a bit of presents? Mia? Family. Family. Yeah, good one. Molly, who have you got? Mommy and daddy. Mommy and daddy, yeah, family. And I, I guess all of us, in one way or the other, would agree with a lot of those things. Maybe it's going to be spending brilliant time with brilliant people. Maybe it's going to be unwrapping an amazing present. That's going to bring us joy this Christmas. Maybe it's enjoying great food. For me, as I think back over my Christmases past, I think of one moment in particular. As a six-year-old, oh, Scalectrics. Scalectrics. Does anyone know what Scalectrics is? Yeah, yeah. It's basically little cars that zoom around the track. I remember when I was six years old, Scalectrics brought me the most joy I have ever experienced. Sorry, Lisa. Uh, but it's true, isn't it? Great joy at Christmas because of Scalectrics. But I was thinking this morning, where is it? Where's my Scalectrics now? Had a little poke around, find it. My Scalectrics now, 20 plus years on, it's unused. It's broken. I've grown out of it. I've thrown it away. I couldn't find where my Scalectrics is. And see, this Christmas, as brilliant as some of those things we talked about before, of food and family and Scalectrics, presents, as good as those things are, they don't bring a joy that lasts. They bring joy for a moment. Don't get me wrong. But they don't bring a joy that lasts. And so here, the promise of the angels that Jesus, the Savior, brings a joy is a different kind of joy. It's a joy that doesn't need batteries, right? It's a joy that doesn't break down. It's a joy that we don't grow old and tired of. It's a joy that lasts, a lasting joy, a forever joy found in Jesus. And so there's our second reason. That's why this news is the best news in the world, because of what it is, a Savior being born. 
And because of what it brings, joy, lasting joy, joy in Jesus. Three fingers in the air. Let me see them. Third and final reason. Why is this the best news in the world? Because of what it is, because of what it brings, and because of who it's for. Again, let me read that verse that we'll finish this time. Luke chapter 2, verse 10. Do not be afraid, say the angels. I bring you good news that will cause great joy. And here's how the verse finishes. For all the people. For all the people. You see, this news, this news of a savior that brings great joy is for everyone. Not just for shepherds 2,000 years ago, but for everyone of all time. And if it's for everyone, then as we bring it to land here this morning, that must mean that this news is for us. If it's for everyone, it must mean it's for you. This news of great joy for you. So as we finish, I guess the final question to ask is, what will you do with it? Mums, dads, boys, girls, what will we do with this amazing news this morning? And we find the shepherds give us some clues. Let's look to the shepherds to see how they respond and see, could this be the response that I have? Luke chapter 2 verse 15, one response of the shepherds is to go and see. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. Maybe the response that you can have this morning to this great news of great joy is to keep looking into it, keep investigating, keep going and seeing who this baby is. There's lots of opportunities over this Christmas period. If you're not yet trusting in this boy, Jesus Christ, to look into it for yourself. Is it really the best news in the world? And as you do, I'm convinced that you'll find out that it is. It's the best news ever. Second option, go and tell. Maybe this is your response in the morning, to go and tell Luke chapter 2, verse 17. When they had seen them, the shepherds, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. Maybe your response this morning is to go and tell others, to remind yourself that you have the best news that brings the great joy for all people and to share it with those that you love this Christmas, with neighbors, with family, with friends. What a brilliant thing that would be this Christmas to share, to go and tell. Final response. And I think this response is for every single one of us this morning. However old, however we've entered this room, is to come and worship. Luke 2 verse 20. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Will we all come and worship the Savior that's been born this Christmas? The saviour that brings great joy. The saviour that is for all people. The best news in the world. Joy to the world. The Lord has come. How will we we respond this Christmas? And I think the best way to end anything like that is to sing it. Right? To stand on our feet and to sing together that song that describes all that I've talked about. Joy to the world. The Lord has come. So why don't we go for this? In celebration of this amazing news, let's stand and sing. I'm going to invite Cam and Eliza to come and say...
prayers for us, thanking God for what we've learned. These two young people are part of our impact program uh, during the midweek services. So Cam and Eliza, let's pray together. Let's pray. Uh, Dear God, thank you for sending your one and only son, Jesus. Thank you that we can remember his miraculous birth at Christmas. Please, Lord, help us to think about Jesus on Christmas Day and believe in him like the shepherds and kings did. And God, thank you that we can put our trust in Jesus during Christmas time. Amen. Amen. Dear God, we thank you today for the wonderful gift you have given us. This Christmas time, we long to know you more and have a better relationship with you. Thank you that we we can have this through Jesus Christ, your son. The words in Luke 2 reminds us of what a privilege it is to know you. You are the Messiah, our Lord and Saviour, and we thank you for how amazing you are. It brings joy to the world. As life gets busier at this time of year, help us to remember the true meaning of Christmas. Thank you for your, thank you for friends and family and the time we can share spending it with each other. We pray for those who are lonely or for anyone who finds this time of year difficult. Let us be aware of your presence and help us spread the good news of the gospel to those who don't know you yet. Amen. Amen. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much, everyone, for coming along. Can I pray? And then we are done. Father God, thank you so much for all that we've done this morning. Thank you for the best news in the world. Lord, that it tells us about the Savior born to rescue us. It tells us of the joy that it brings, a joy that lasts. And it tells us that it's for all of us. And that must mean it's for me. So, Lord, I pray that you help us respond to Jesus this Christmas. Lord, thank you that we can come together as families, as friends, and help us now to have good time together at the end of this service. And so I pray all these things in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen.